Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. We're on the second week of our series, Walk the Talk, and we're talking about the very Word of God. If you have your Bibles, open it. If you don't mind, let's all stand as we read God's Word. Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16. My name is Ian. I'm one of the pastors here. If this is your first time to join us, maraming maraming salamat po sa pagdalo. Maraming maraming salamat sa pagsama. Um, we're happy that you're here today. Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16. If you don't have your Bibles, we have one on the screen. I mean, the text will be on the screen. Let me read verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips, I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all the riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Allow me to pray. Father God, we again thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for the church, not the building, but your people. Thank you, Lord, because you are the head of the church and you are faithful. Lord, I pray that you will just bless the preaching of your word. My prayer, God, it will be your words and not my Holy Spirit. Go ahead of us. Have your way. Lord, again, whatever we will be planted, Lord, to the hearts of your people, Lord, it will grow. And you're the one who will make things grow. Thank you, Lord. And the enemy will not be able to steal it away. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You can all be seated. Maraming maraming salamat po. Let me start with this. Sa buhay po, meron mga critical questions. Mga critical na tanong. And it's kind of relative, di ba? Pwedeng critical sa'yo, pwedeng hindi critical sa akin. It might be critical for some, it can be critical for all. But again, it's, it's all different. It depends on your season. It depends on what, what you're going through, your season in life. For example, di ba? How to be blessed? I think that's something general, right? That's a question that maybe you're saying that. Like, um, you're, you're verbalizing that, you're vocal about it, maybe at the back of your head, uh, sa pananangin mo, pag may kausap ka, di ba? Paano mo maging blessed? And we, we've answered that yesterday. Ano may ibig sabihin ng blessed uh, from last week? Or maybe for some, it can be a question like how to get to heaven. That's a critical question, I think, about life, isn't it? Critical question. How to get rich? I mean, I'm not gonna judge you. I mean, that's valid. If you wanna get blessed, Specifically, you want to get rich, want to increase, you want an increase in your salary, want an expansion in your business. I think even with post-pandemic, that's a critical question to ask. If you're a parent, how to raise a teenager, right? How to parent your kids, that's a critical question. If you're single, how to get into a relationship, that's fine. How and when to get married? If you're married, how to fix our marriage? How to grow in this healthy marriage or married life. How to be a blessing. How to honor God. How to worship God. And those are all 
critical questions. Again, we're talking about life. And of course, last week we've, we've, un, we've um, understand that in life, of course, it's valid, it's okay. We want to be happy, and I guess we have a different meaning of that from last week. It's not just being happy, but about being blessed. And the law has something to do about it. Life, blessed, and law. That the word of God has something to do with life. And then, of course, we want to be happy, blessed, walking straight to the path of God. And that is the, the path of someone being blessed. And the law or God's revealed word or God's authoritative word has a lot to do about it. It's also interesting when we talk about life, when the Bible poses a question about life, a critical question about life, it's interestingly, and you can check your Bible, that right after a few sentences or verses will find the answer. Again, if the Bible will pose a critical question about life, you can see that in your Bible, in the Scripture, that the answer would be right after that, a few verses, a few chapters, malalaman po natin sagot. There's no gray area. There's no compromise. There is clarity. And what's the critical question right now? Let's go back to the verse. Psalm 119 verse 1. How can a young man keep his way pure? That's a critical question that verse 9 is asking about life. How can a young man keep his way pure? Or let me rephrase that. How can we, all of us here, remain pure? And the, the person or the word young, not to nitpick on the next generation, it's not about those who are young, but this is not a question of age. But in fact, a description of all of us all, apart from the knowledge and the wisdom of who God is, because someone who is young is someone who's full of passion, isn't it? Mikalala po ba passionate, di ba? But whenever we see a young person, what that's so passionate, like like kids passionate about games and all, and there's really nothing wrong about that. Basketball, sports, and all, we can just see that sense of like energy into something, into maybe a hobby or maybe a talent or maybe a gift. Right? There's so much passion. But yet, if someone is young, and, 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 and allow me to say this, there's, there's really insufficient knowledge, right? And lack of experience. Yep. Tama? Pag young. That's why when the, when, when the author, the anonymous author, poses a question, how can a young man keep his way pure? And this is not just to nitpick or to highlight the young people, but this is not a question of age, but the, trying, the author trying to describe who we are apart from the wisdom and knowledge of who God is, apart from the scripture. And again, the question remains the same. The same. How can we remain pure? And it's good to define it first. Pwede po bang i-define muna natin? Ano po ba ibig sabihin ng isang pure? In the Bible, it's, it's, it's kind of clear. Pure is to be morally clean. From the Old Testament, from from Ten Commandments, and then to Leviticus in Jewish culture, in Hebrew culture, there is that, that all rules and regulations and, and moral laws to keep themselves clean or pure before the Lord. But to help with our definition for this afternoon, to be pure is to have freedom. 
from anything that contaminates. If being pure is free from any contamination and then being pure in line of who God is with our moral walk with God, with our progressive holiness and righteousness, it means having that freedom from anything that contaminates. When we think about freedom, freedom is not about just having that, that freedom to do anything that we want. But biblical and, and true freedom, I think and I believe, is that having the freedom to do not just what I want, but doing the very will of God. Being enabled to do what pleases God. Being enabled to do what honors Him. Even sometimes you will just be amazed and you will wonder, wow, I was not like that before. I don't talk, I, I, I didn't talk like that. I don't talk like that. I don't treat my wife like that. I don't, when I think of other people, people who have offended me, maybe people who have said things against me, I don't really respond this way, but praise be to God because I can see some changes. Now I'm able to, to please God. Now I'm able to honor Him. Not because of what I have done or what I will be doing or maybe um, that, that sheer uh, effort to do it, but is again, is God's grace and that grace enables me as well to have that freedom. Not to do anything that I want, but having that freedom to do what pleases Him. To be pure is having the quality of being unblemished, untainted, and uncontaminated. Having that quality, right? If you're into, to, um, again, into Yang here is a chemical engineer, right? Right? <laughs> but I know she works for Coke. <laughs> uh, sorry. Pero, di ba, dapat, dapat, sa isang, sa isang, sa isang, tawag dito, namalatuloy ako. Mayari, may think about um, drugs, medicines, it should be pure. Without anything that would contaminate, if not, you will not have the same expected result from the certain drug or medicine. The, to be pure is having the quality of being unblemished, untainted, and uncontaminated. So let me try to improve, if you, don't, if you will, if you don't mind, our question. How do we stay pure in a contaminating environment? Who among here, you can agree with me. You don't have to raise your hand, but maybe you can nod um, that we live in a world that's somewhat broken. When we look around us, the things happening around us, the world, social media, when we, I mean, I'm not saying social media is merely evil. I'm not saying that. All right? Let's not conclude that. But everywhere we go, even before social media, even before internet, even before anything that you can even think or imagine of, there's already the, the present reality of evil. And we live again in a world that somewhat promotes compromises. That gray area. That, and again, and we have mentioned that, that from last week, if you're here, let me try to review. Being blessed is walking in a path that is straight towards God. And somewhat, the world will try to pull you away either from the left or the right. I'm not trying to do a TikTok left and right, all right? Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
You're walking a straight path and you're being pulled from the left or to the right. And somewhat, malinaw, but, but the different voices and opinions of the world will bring what? Compromises, question, gray questions, gray areas. The somewhat, if you're not being wise and all, there will be contamination. How do we stay pure in a, in a contaminating environment in the eyes of God? Again, not the standards of this world. And again, we don't have that full knowledge and wisdom and experience, right? But let me get ahead of myself. Of course, when we talk about wisdom, when we talk about knowledge, we get it from God, from fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord and the love for His Word. When we have, how can we live pure in a contaminating environment when we have passions that honors Him and some, some things, yung mga some passionate na bagay po tayo, habits and all na alam po natin na hindi nakakalugod sa ating Panginoon. And again, that's all in a picture. And what did I mention a while ago? If the Bible poses a critical question, we can expect the answer would be right in the next sentence, verses, or chapters. And from the scripture, there is the answer. Going back to verse 1, how can a young man keep his way pure? And that is the answer right there. By guarding it according to your word. Since we're talking about the word, we're talking about the word of God, we're talking about the Bible, let me just somewhat um, kind of, you know, give some comments. Of course, whenever we see a scripture, one thing that we can do is to let the scripture interpret the scripture. Maybe we can check the word and see some paginamit yung word niyo so we can fully understand what the author meant by that, by guarding it according to your word. It's interesting. Balikan po natin because for us to understand this, we can go back to the very beginning, and that's Genesis. When we talk about the concept of pure or purity, we can go back to Genesis chapter 1 to 2. Remember that? Everything God created were good. Right? So when God created the heavens and the earth, He said it was good. It was good, it was good, it was good. And He said it's not good for man to be alone and He created Eve, everything were good, and then everything was good, and then he rested. Genesis chapter 1 to 2. And who among you also believe in me that God is pure? It means that God is holy, that God is perfect. We mentioned that a while ago, the quality of someone being unblemished, uncontaminated, untainted. That's exactly who God is. He's holy. It means that He's above anything or everything else. Wala po siyang katulad. So if He is pure, then He will make what? Pure things. And now He created man, and man was created in whose image? In God's image. So it means there is that image of God that we all bear, Right? The holiness of God, the righteousness of God, that, that is before sin. We carry that. We bear that. We, God creates pure things because He is pure. We are all created in God's image. We bear His image. 
we reflect in Him His image and we are to live pure in Him, that unbroken relationship with God. That's a picture. Because there was no sin, everything was pure because God is pure, God is holy, and, and He creates pure things. And now before sin, there is that unbroken, that pure relationship with God that, that Adam and Adam and Eve can access God. In the garden, and I can just imagine, I mean, I can, but I can't fully. But Genesis chapter 3, there was sin. Because sin is the corruptor of purity. What God originally designed as something pure because He is holy, He is pure, and then came sin, and sin is the corruptor of purity. Why am I saying that? Because the word guard, remember the word guard, from what we read a while ago, Psalm 119 verse 9, by guarding it according to your word, another word for that is the word keep. By keeping it according to your word. And the same word was used in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden, the show that verse, of Eden to work it and what? Keep it. If you're going to check other translations in Genesis at Psalm 119 verse 9, it says, by guarding according to your word, but in our translation, the original word used by that, the same Hebrew word, was actually keep. We're seeing this now in Genesis chapter 2, that God instructed Wu, Adam, to keep what? To keep the garden. So in short, God was instructing Adam to guard the garden. From where? Or from what? From any impurities. Go back. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 2. And God commanded him, work on it. Work it. Keep it. Guard it. But we know Adam failed. Adam failed to guard. Impurity came in. And that was sin. That's why the same word again was used in Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, when Adam failed, and now God had to guard the tree of life, and the same word was again used. He drove up the man, and at the east of the garden of Eden, he placed a cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to what? To guard the way to the tree of life. Are we seeing the connection right now? That critical question that we asked a while ago, how can a young man keep his way pure? By how? By keeping, or from what we have read, by guarding it according to your word. And to give us a picture of that, so at least we will be reminded, think of a sentry guard. Or think of a security guard. Yung bawal, no ID, no entry. Na, victim na po ba kayo? <laughs> yung, yung, yung late ka na, di ba? All of a sudden, marinize mo, ay, wala pa yung ID ko. Yari. Then you have to go to the lobby. When I was still working in Ayala, and madalas, di ba? Pagkisa nang mamadali ka kasi, I live in Fairview, then I have to travel all the way to Ayala Avenue, and our, our floor was 50th floor, and malinate ka na sobra. And just to realize, oh, shocks. I don't have my ID with me. Nasabi ng guard, no ID, no entry. Right? 
Then what, what do I have to do? I have to verify my information to the lobby. And uh, I'm working. My name is this and that. Here's my, my uh, another identification. I work at this company. And this is what I do. And they will call the whoever guard up, 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 up there in our floor, 50th floor. And they will call. They will revert. And then that's the time. If proven that I'm really working. I really ha have legitimate business inside that building, then that's the time I'll be able to enter. Now, are we getting the picture what the author meant? How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. It means we have to guard what the things that enter our hearts. Ano po ba yung puso natin? Hindi po to love life. Alright? Restricted area ba o full access? Ano po ba yung, pag inisik mo yung puso mo, di ba? meron po bang guard? <laughs> meron po ba? Binabantayan po ba natin yung mga pumapasok sa puso natin? O hindi lang? Sige lang. Pwede nang lahat, di ba? Again, to guard. To prevent access. Of course, we allow. There are some certain things that we allow most of the time because what's, what's the premise? We live in a what? Contaminating world or environment. And I'm saying this because come to think of this, the life of purity is under constant pressure. Every single day, you will feel that pressure. When you look at your phones and try to swipe, there's, again, that pressure when it comes to our purity, when it comes to our sexual purity. When we look at our messages, right? There's that, that, that you know, maybe some random messages. Again, there's that pressure when we look at our social media feeds, and again, I'm not saying, trying to say, don't conclude that social media is evil, but I guess oh, I'm using that because all of us can relate to that, right? When you see that relative of yours, when you see that person, that somewhat, you know, you had some history, can be offense, can be this and that and all. Again, the life of purity is under constant pressure. That's the reality. That's why, again, we need to, we need to guard full access or restricted access. Hindi po siya trick question. Of course, we, 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 we restrict. Of course, mamaya pag-usapan natin what we allow to enter. If, if we're resolved with that already, then the question is how or what to guard. Diba? Ano ba talagang, pastor, linawin mo nga? Ano ba talagang kailangan bantayan? All right, we'll go to that. And we can find that in verses 10 to 16. Verse 10, With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. How and what to guard? We guard the direction of our hearts. And again, we have mentioned that last week, right? Walking on a straight path, a blessed path. And that is the path of God's word. And that is straight, not crooked. And that is the path of being blessed. Being happy, if you will. 
direction. Here's a question now. Where are you going? When it comes to your relationship with God, where are we going? If you're a married person, where are you going with your family? Is that clear? Is there clarity? Where are we leading our kids? If you're married and you have children, if you're a single professional right now or, or on your way to singlehood, have we asked God, have we inquired of God, Lord, where do you want me to go? And I think it's, it's, it's obvious that if we're going to check the Bible and that is the direction where God is, that's straight path. I'm saying this also because when it comes to that direction, then there should be what? There should be steadfastness. And James already, when it comes to purity, has something to say about this in the New Testament. In chapter 4, verse 8 of the book of James, draw near to God and, he'll, and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands. See, James, you sinners. And what? And purify your Hearts, again, that subject of purity, to purify our hearts. And in description, yeah, you, double-minded. And then you said kanina sa verse 10, I will seek you with my whole heart. So it means when it comes to guarding our heart, it means that we cannot come across being double-minded, but to be fully devo devoted and whole-hearted and seeking the will and direction of God, of who God is. That direction, purify your hearts. And again, right? Yung paurong-sulong tayo. Lord, when it comes to our finances, pasulong-sulong ba tayo? Lord, i-honor kita. Lord, ah, uh, next time na. Lord, i-honor kita. Ah, uh, next time na. When it comes to our relationships, Lord, mahirap. And again, I'm saying all, all of those are valid situations. It might not be easy. I'm sure it's hard. I'm sure most, if not all of us, will be, will be taken out of our comfort zone. But then again, if, if we're going to go back and going to again, just walk to that path straight, I mean, the straight path of God's word and blessing, and then we can see that one of the things that God asks us to do is to seek Him wholeheartedly. Direction. Not just what to guard. Psalm 119 verse 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Not just direction, but also the content. Yung laman po ng puso natin. So, ano po ba? Ito na, medyo practical na. Ano po ba yung mga pinapasok natin? Ano po ba yung mga ina-entertain natin sa puso natin? What you store matters. There is this, um, hindi pa nagmumura, G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. In programming, pag bad data, don't expect any good results. If that's really a bad data or a bad sector, then the whole system will crash. That's why garbage in, garbage out. If the system recognizes that that's garbage, automatically out. In cooking, we can also apply that. Garbage in, garbage out. If, you're, if I'm cooking, so if I'm using bad ingredients, then it will be a bad meal, right? 
Si Edison kasi inimpluensyahan po ako sa salad. Eh. So, di ba, miski anong ganok, <laughs> ganok kasarap yung dressing pag hindi fresh ang gulay, right? Tumong you, you love salad. Like Edison, not me. I was just forced. <laughs> Meron po ba? Konti lang. Konti lang kayo, bro. <laughs> di ba? Pag, pag, miski hindi, miski anong sarap ng dressing pag hindi fresh, right? I love cheese. Pag misan, pag kanangan talaga, processed cheese yung ginagamit ko pag lalo na pag walang budget. Ibang-iba yung lasa. Parang, parang pag processed cheese yung ginagamit ko, I could imagine if I'd use a different cheese. Nai-imagine ko na yung, why? Bad ingredient. Bad meal. Same is true with what we store in our hearts. If that's something if that something bad, then don't expect a good output. If that's a bad thought, then don't expect a good countenance or a good posture. Garbage in, garbage out. And this is something that we can all be be wary about. Lord, what are the things that I'm allowing to, to hijack my heart. What are you storing in your heart? What are the things that you have to apply? GI, garbage in, garbage out. Pagating po sa puso natin. And, and Paul alluded to this in, in, in the New Testament, in, in his letter to the church in Philippi. Finally, brothers, in chapter 4, verse 8 to 9, finally, brothers, whatever is, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Again, what are we storing? And let me just give some examples, if you don't mind, right? If we store ungratefulness, I was just talking to this wise couple, and there's so much wisdom from our conversation. We were talking about rest. We were talking about being exhausted, being tired, and, 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 and being burned out. And it's just, wow, right. You're right. And I said to that couple, you're right. Because... As I observe life and I observe people around me, those who always complain, those who always whine, those who are ungrateful, and I'm preaching to myself, those are the people who's what? Tired and exhausted. But imagine, look at the people, people's lives that, you know, may, they may not have the best or ideal situations in life. They might have the best, you know, work, salary, or company. But you know from afar and you can see that, you can sense that, and you can attest to that, that person is grateful and you, there's so much countenance of joy and rest that you can see from that person, isn't it? Kadalasan po, ang mga taong nakita, and I'm preaching myself, I'm guilty of this most of the time. Mga taong pagod at laging exhausted, parang, hindi ah, ko alam ba pagod. Maybe, and just maybe, I'm, 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 I'm trying to suggest also, maybe you can go ahead and try it. 
whenever we wake up, Lord, hindi ko alam anong harapin ko sa trabaho. Lord, hindi ko alam anong harapin ko sa pamilya ko. Lord, hindi ko alam anong harapin ko sa mga katrabaho ko sa opisina. Hindi ko alam, Lord, kung ano nagaantay sa akin pag sakay ko ng sasakyan o pag commute ko. But Lord, this morning, I'm deciding and having that resolve. This is the day that you have made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I can assure you, not because I have done it, not because I was perfect, not because Ian is the standard. No, I'm not. I'm not the standard. The Word of God is. Is that what I do? I can't tell you about this, what I do. I pray, I read this. No, I can't because my wife knows sometimes I would and most of the time I fail to read my Bible in the morning. But praise be to God because there is that grace, Lord. Sige nga, pray natin. And gratefulness, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, hate. Same, right? Tiring, exhausting. And one comment when it comes to forgiveness, forgiving is not about the other person. Forgiving is about you. Forgiving is about me. I'm not saying that when everything will be back to normal. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that when especially if there's abuse or betrayal. No, I'm not. Saying that? I'm not saying when you forgive, things will be back to normal again. No. That's not the scenario. But forgiveness is faith. Forgiveness is trusting that God, you are pure. God, you are just. Lord, you can't look away at any injustices. Lord, I choose to forgive. Not, again, it can be for that person, but ultimately, it is for me. And I'm not saying that it will be an overnight process. No. It will be a journey. But I trust, even as we talk about guarding our hearts, that Lord, it's not easy, it's hard, it's painful. That's why even forgiving us, Lord, it took your life, suffering, and death to forgive us. This is something serious. There is something, Lord, that we can just flip and say, just forgive. But Lord, if this is about my heart, my walk with you, Lord, give me the grace to forgive and trust you, Lord, that you will be the one to take care of my pain, my hurt, and all the injustices. And one day, I will be able to see your righteousness, not just in my life, but even to that person's life. Direction, content or content. And lastly, in 13 to 16, what to guard? With my lips, I declare all of the rules of your mouth. In the ways of your testimonies, I delight. I will meditate on your precepts. And again, that word, I will delight. What to guard? Three things. The, preoccupi- the, the, <laughs> the preoccupation of our mouths, the condition of our emotions, and the state of our minds. It's there, right? With my lips, I delight. It's my emotion. I will meditate. That's my mind. Diba? Kaya nga, what's in your mind? Tapos ano sabi mo? You will post it, diba? <laughs> you will say it. That's why you have to check. Lord, asam ba yung position? Nang, nang bibig ko ngayon. Ano may gusto mong sambitin ng bibig ko? Kaya nga, sasabi natin sa mga bata, di ba, don't curse. Don't, don't, don't say a bad word. 
And that's 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 and whenever we'll, we'll say a curse or a bad word, it means it's showing us, it's revealing us the preoccupation of our mouths. And it's it's not just because we have said it, but it's a deep-seated what? I don't know, maybe emotion or or something that is intense inside of you. The condition of our emotions. Dal, ano na ba yung direction mo? To honor Him? Ano na ba yung mga hinayaan mong mamuhay sa puso mo? Then, definitely, that would, that, would, that, would, that would have an effect with our emotions. And lastly, the state of our minds. To wrap it up, the matter of the situation is outward, but the answer is inward. When we think, when we talk, when we reflect about purity, we always think, yes, and that's right, that's correct, that's not wrong about how we act, how we behave, what we say. And it's all outward. But if we want to fix that, then we have to fix what's inside of us. That's why going back in Psalm 119, verse 11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That word, store. Ano po ba? yung tinatago natin, yung kinokolek natin, yung hinahayaan natin pumasok. Bakit lang natin gisingin yung roving guard sa puso natin at paalsin ang mga bagay, emosyon na, nakat, na naninirahan na. You have to guard. Let's get practical. What can help us? Desire it devour it. And let me just remind you, let me remind all of us, we're not the hero of the story. Depend on God's power. It's not about our discipline. It's not about how committed we are. Yes, those things matter, but we cannot do it alone. Depend on God's power. That's why Titus, I mean, not Titus, Paul to Titus, reminded him about this. Depending on God's power. In verse 11 to 15, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say what? No. If something wants to enter your heart, you can say no. How? Because of the grace of God. The grace of God has appeared that offers salvation, a way out. Something to hold on to. Something that will save us. And that teaches you to say no to ungodliness, worldly passions, and live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 14 to 15. Who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness. And what? To purify for himself. Who will purify us? Who will cleanse us? Not our actions, not our thoughts, not even our decisions, but it's the grace of God, the outworking of God in your life, the grace of God that will work in your life, that would enable you to say no. And that is how we can remain pure. This has been the Victory Center Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.